Hey team, Boomer Sooner. Go Cats, I'm Dylan. And I'm Kylie. And welcome to the Good Idea Podcast. Battle of the Blue Blood Spouses. hearing my words right now you have stumbled onto something very fascinating <laughs> uh a experiment really actually a glimpse into our relationship and that right kylie yes absolutely what do we talk about more than anything else well <laughs> our son to my yes our son first and foremost but sports sports mainly kentucky sports which is not my favorite i'm a <laughs> ou girl <laughs> But sports is the main tenor in our house. So uh, the thought behind a podcast or a conversation is really just something that we are going to be talking about anyway. It might be fun to let the world, you, a listener, into our... Our psyche. Our our psyche. Our life. So we thought it would be fun to record these and talk through each week our thoughts on sports, particularly our teams. Yes. So I... I'm a Kentucky grad, born and raised Kentucky fan. I didn't think I was a super fan, and I don't consider myself a super fan. I actually just think interesting. that's how all fans should be. Oh, okay. So super fan is like the norm expectation for everybody. Because Standard. you are, I would say, even like three or four steps further than a super fan. No, I... But I, I think everyone will also figure that out once they, you're gonna hear once they take a listen. You're going to hear it. And Kylie? Yeah. yeah. So I have been super into sports my whole life, um, mainly as a observer. Um, but big OU fan. I went to my first game when I was in third grade. And here we are. Like, don't want to age myself, but a lot of years later. Uh, one of my favorite things about you, how many passwords have you had that have been OU football players? Well, these are all past passwords. Don't get any (laughs) ideas, anybody. But my email currently has the number of Ryan Broyles. Ryan Broyles. And what position did Ryan Broyles play? Wide receiver. Wide receiver, absolutely. She's not a quarterback only, folks. Nope. She she knows those those skill positions as well. Uh, So good idea at the time. This conversation this podcast is a good idea right now and so are our opinions yes i do not claim to stand by any of my opinions past this moment <laughs> i am a hot take it's like guy. what happens in vegas stays in vegas what Whatever happens, happens in your in ears podcast. done <laughs> i do not hold me to it so we're gonna have a conversation yeah about kind of about the big 12 we're gonna start with the big 12 today and we're gonna talk through uh, where we see each team going into football, which is just four weeks away. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my so goodness. So September 3rd is going to be the kickoff. Well, I think there are games before the 3rd. I think there's some games on like that, so that Thursday, Thursday, Friday, night. That's right. Saturday. But for our team, September 3rd yes, will, be, yes, yes, yes. will be the kickoff. So we're going to take a few moments and break down our thoughts on the Big 12. Yes, and, and kind of – our ranking system because we kind of made a fun way to group the teams. So stick around and listen to these spicy takes because they're spicy. Super spicy.
Well, I'm an idiot. Games, particularly our teams, first Saturday of football is September 2nd, not September 3rd. That's a Sunday. I can't read a calendar. I promise I will not be wrong the rest of the time in the history of this podcast. Your so, brain just gets ahead of yourself. Just wishing it's days too away. Fast. Yep. Things too fast. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to break down these uh, the teams in the Big 12 into four categories. We're going to talk through the teams that are great, the teams that are hoping could, to be great. Could be great. They could be great. The teams that think they're great. Yes. And the teams that are not great. Or they wish they could They be wish great. they could be great. So every Big 12 team, uh, in really a standalone year for the Big 12, yeah. with 14 teams, uh, four new conferences. A lot of movement happening in the Big 12. A lot happening. So we're going to break these down. Let's start with... Well, hold on. Another caveat is we made our list separate from each other. So this That's is the right. first no time over. we're hearing how each other ranked the teams. So he did not help me make my list, and I did not help him. And we both did our own judgment, research, all the things. So I mean, if, honestly, interesting talk. If you want to know who researched more, it was definitely Kylie. She she has a whole cheat sheet. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm going to riff. So uh, <laughs> let's start with the teams that we think are great. Would you like me to start on my teams that will be great this year? Sure. Here Go is. For it. The teams that are going to be great. Okay. I have one team. Okay. One team. I know. That I think is going to stand above the rest. Can I try to guess it? You can guess the team. Is it Kansas State? I love Kansas State. And here's why. Not as a school. Okay, so not it in was. History. Yes. It was Kansas State. Kansas State oh. is my one and only great team. And here's why. Kansas State returns a really good core. Yeah. Kansas State... Uh, I think is the most complete team, and I just love the way Will Howard throws the football. He doesn't. Yeah. He gives me like Bell Dozer of old kind of vibe, just a big burly dude that's going to mm. get in there and throw the ball around. And I just think for the way Kansas State's going to play football this year in a in a Big Twelve that probably doesn't have a ton of teams that are that are great teams, they can really stand. And I expect them to have a ten win plus season. Yeah. That is my one and only great team. Okay. I want to hear your great teams. So, my great teams are crickets, crickets. You don't have one no team teams. that's great. I don't have any teams, and I don't know if that's because of my like uh, fear of committing <laughs> to a great team because I always will get disappointed. But honestly, I really am kind of stuck in this limbo of there aren't that many teams that have been there consistently for a long time to have that storied greatness. Besides, I would say Oklahoma, but we had a down year last year, so I can't count us there yet because I haven't seen it. I don't know. So I just went real safe and said no great teams. So There's a lot of room for improvement on my, on my list. So there can be teams that pop in that great, but once the season has occurred. Before week one, preseason, your assessment, no great teams. No great teams. Yep. I really, I like, that's actually a pretty spicy take. I, I do like it. I disagree, but I do like it. Okay, Kylie, let's slide down now to the could-be-great teams. Teams that potentially could could be great at the end of the year, could be a 10-win, okay. 11-win team. You tell us who your could-be-great teams are, and I hope you have some. I do have some. I actually have five could be great. So a lot out of the 14 Big 12 teams. Um, I will start with my alma mater, Oklahoma. I know that is already a little spicy because they had such a horrible season last year. But 
I believe in Brent Venables. I really like all that he's doing. I think we have an amazing amount of recruits that really didn't even get any time last year. So we've got a lot of people, even from the 2022 class, that are really amazing, that are some good freshmen, some good red shirt freshmen, um, that I think will get lots of playing time on the field. Um, yeah, we're just, I feel like we're hopefully turning in the right direction. I think that this is the last year before the SEC. We're going to get things going. you got to see something positive. Yeah, we, I mean, you have to. You have yeah. to. There's not actually not a lot of wiggle room. They have to be a could-be-great team. Yeah. If they're not, we have bigger problems than Norman. Yeah, I mean, and I will say, this isn't an excuse, but the last four losses were decided by three points. So a field goal for each one. And so I think that now as a team, hopefully we've grown for that. We've been a year in the system, especially the defense has – at least upperclassmen now that know what's going on and know the system. And then we're getting more um, recruits that are just talented Peyton right Bowen. off the bat. Yep. yep. Um, McCullough I heard kid. some good things about that Lewis kid uh-huh. that he was benching quite a bit and Danny Sussman was talking good about him. Fast. So, anyways, Oklahoma. It might be wishful thinking on my part, but I also – I really do think they could get there. Um, Kansas State is also one of my could-be-greats. They were – previous big 12 champs last year so they've been how, there how are they not great they want it i love purple so how are they not great right will howard dylan talked about him i think he's gonna actually show out and do well um tcu's up there for me they had an awesome season last year um i know they have turnover with their team but they have some great transfer portal guys like an, a receiver from alabama that's I thought his name was funny. It's Jojo Earl. Jojo which Earl. Which my mom's middle name's Joe and my dad's middle name's Earl. <laughs> so I just That's feel funny. like I have to root for him. Um, but anyways, I just feel like they're usually a consistent team in the Big 12. And then we got Kansas and Texas Tech. Oh my god! I feel like those are my kind of interesting takes. Kansas is just underdog that I, I just want to root for. I just have faith in them. Um, it's Lance Leipold, Leipold, Leipold yeah. his third season. They're bringing back more offensive starters and primary backups than any team in the Big 12. So that's big time, especially on the offense. Probably one of the best quarterbacks. Jalen Daniels, he led the nation in QBR last year, 90. That's I do a good know number. that. That's, that's a good. good number. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> um, and last year they were so excited to get below eligible, so I just think they're like going to continue that. They can just do more. They have the same record as Oklahoma, both 6-7. So I'd say that if I let Oklahoma in, I can let them in as well. Texas Tech, I think that they're a little bit of the sleeper team, kind of like that could be a interesting game if somebody has to travel down there or to Lubbock or – play them even in the home situation. Um, they kind of are on the bubble for me, but they have 14 starters back. Tyler deal. Shue is a QB. Great quarterback. Second best Big 12 offense last year, so they had a lot of good production, so they could be in that conversation for sure. So you have, run through them really fast. I've got OU. Oklahoma, TCU, Kansas State, Kansas, and Texas Tech. Who is glaringly missing from that list? The University of Texas. I know. I did it on purpose. But we'll let's get just there. go into yours first. Okay. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Let me run through my could-be-great teams. I think Kylie nailed it with Oklahoma. I don't think there's a way they cannot 
have a better season. I think Venables is uh, improving the defense. I think the offense um, has some question marks, mm-hmm. particularly around wide receiver. I think you're going to get what you're going to get out of Dylan Gabriel. Uh, he, yeah, but I do love Emmett Jones. I like our new wide receiver coach. I, I Yes, I think development's going to be there. I think they're just on paper right now, not a guy that you're to say, he's going to win the ball 100% right. of the time. You're going to throw the ball up to him. He's going to go. Yeah. Uh, C- a C.D. Lamb of old, if yeah. you will. Yeah. The guy that's just going to be an NFL t- caliber uh, guy. You need Farouk to jump out this year. I well, think I do it- think we have the tried and true Drake Stoops, and he's one of our best route runners, arguably the best. Billy Bowman says that he's the hardest to defend out of the whole team. Because I mean, he's he played 20 years. Impeccably. Yeah, he's played 20 years. Um, he but should he's a well. good presence in that room. Absolutely. Helping the young guys. I, but I think for Oklahoma to be great, you need to have – production from the wide receivers because right. I think the running back room is going to be solid. I think you're going to get what you're going to get out of Dylan and you're going to see Jeff Levy, the offensive coordinator, be able to kind of give Dylan a, a bigger leash knowing that you have a actually really sound backup quarterback yeah. option in Jackson Arnold. And yeah. and if, if you want my honest opinion, I really hope Jackson Arnold gets a series or two, particularly in these early games. Um, I, I think it would be helpful some for real-time him. Snaps, yeah. I, I want him to play – and be ready to take over as we move into the SEC. So yeah. OU, easy one. I my second could be great team is Texas. I think there's too much. I think there's too much talent there for them not to be could be great. But what do we know about Texas? For the last 20 years, really since the 2006 uh, uh, Rose Bowl victory in Vince they're under deliverers. They they have systematically under three coaches had a significant more losses and they have wins in, in in they have three losing seasons in the last 10 years and it seems like it's really about the coach for them if they have a good coach they then they're great or a good coach for the program you know if, if all things work together then they're good but if they don't or if it's not the right match it's like they can't bounce back as a culture program as a team like everything takes a big hit i think i think it's the same thing you see in dallas and the, with the cowboys there just is probably too many, uh, too many leaders in the kitchen, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I think NILs helped them. I think there's a ton of talent. Uh, I just am unsure about the quarterback. Yeah. I, I just don't know if Quinn Ewers can can really execute at a high level, and he's going to get tested week two. But yeah. I feel like if they go into Tuscaloosa, and they don't have to win the game, but I think if they can show out and yeah. actually perform well. The Big 12 letter be on on alert because you could be seeing Texas be be really back and not just fake back uh, like like they've said for many years. Uh, you took my thunder about Texas Tech, my third team. Uh-huh. I think Texas Tech is sneaky. I yeah. think they're, I think they're a sneaky team. I think they. I think uh, it's funny because I think everyone's saying that, but it's still a good way to describe them. Like I think people are like they're sneaky, they're a sleeper. Look out for them. So now everyone knows watch them they're sneaky but they're still getting like kind of underrepresented or you know that kind of underdog vibe in power five football if you can return 14 starters several on the defense several on offense including the quarterback that's huge that's that's massive and and in this day and age with the transfer portal nil and i just don't think you see a ton of that on Mm -hmm. on bad teams you're going to get actually a lot of that on on great teams that are returning that many starters and so i think texas tech is one to watch um they also could be a six-win team. They could be a 10-win right, team. They could right. be a six-win team. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. That's why I have them could be great. I have TCU because I just – I love, love that head coach. Sonny Dykes. I love Sonny Dykes. Yeah. Because great. there is just something swaggy about old-school football 
but yeah. yet like it actually popped off and just the magical run almost a cinderella type run uh for them i hate to bring up talking about kentucky basketball but it, that's a saint peter's <laughs> type run and they had the same outcome right farthest any any 15 seed had ever gone to the tournament yeah TCU becomes the first Big 12 team to ever win a playoff game uh, and and go. Yeah. And they, they return a really good core. But Sonny Dyke said something to the Big 12 media days, and I thought it was absolutely insane when he said uh, – Oh, that they're going to be better. Their that their wide, wide receiver, receiver core, core is better. Than it was. And they have – didn't they have two first-round picks? They had a they had or two they wide receivers drafted, round? and they had a first-round pick. Yeah. Oh, my That's gosh. crazy. Yeah. That, that that's crazy, crazy talk. No no shot. But I think they're going to be good, and yeah. they could they could be great. Um, and my last team, and I hated writing this because as many of you are going to know this about me, I love rivalries and I love to hate teams. Uh-huh. And you put OSU? I have OSU. And here's why I have OSU. You are a traitor on two levels, Texas and OSU. I, I have cannot, OSU. I, I have Oklahoma That'd State here. That'd be like here. me putting Louisville. Well, they're not, in the, they're not in the SEC. So that'd be me putting Tennessee I know. and Georgia or Tennessee I, and Florida on my like, woohoo, could be great. If you want, if you want As my a fan, if you want my honest opinion, I, I think know. Oklahoma State's schedule is one of the easiest in the Big Twelve. Okay, I think they OU's don't have to play one of the easiest, honestly. But but Oklahoma State does not play any Texas schools. Okay. Which, if you're looking at teams that that they could, do play Kansas State though, they correct? do play Kansas State, right? But if you're talking about the hardest game they have in their schedule, it's Bedlam at home, yeah, and it's at, and it's Kansas State, and I okay. think like. They're not a 10-win team, but if you're talking about, I think their over-under is right now 7.5. If you told me I had to put money on that tomorrow, I'd take it because I think they have winnable. I think Spencer Sanders out of that locker room helps. You've heard, we've all heard the the scuttlebutt that he was a toxic uh, person in the locker room. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's easy to be him to be a scapegoat. He also looked like he was 30 years old. I mean, he's an old guy. I don't understand. Yeah. But it's also he was old, but he just looked real (laughs) Real weathered out there, but that's also the guy that that at the end of the day, almost he was a you know a one play an inch away from winning a Big Twelve title for you, <laughs> which I love seeing it. I love I love seeing. Are any OSU fans triggered right now? I, I an inch away. It. How many I just want times? you to remember like that four scene. downs, four downs, an inch away. Couldn't and, get and couldn't get eight yards. Couldn't get it. Oh. Uh, I love it. And it was in Dallas too, so oh, close man. to OSU. I love, lots hey. of lots of. Travelers. I loved watching cheering it. the folks on. Yeah, it was so sad. I was a big Gosh. fan. Big fan of watching that short. But I think this year they could be because of the schedule. I think they can they can sneak their way in, and I, and I think they have some quarterback okay. play that that needs some needs some help. Yeah. Uh, but I think they have the tools, and I think their defense. And and last thing I'll say about Oklahoma State, I don't want to praise them too much, uh, but I think if you look <laughs> at Mike Mike Gundy's record of the last twenty years, yeah, he has won and had more ten win seasons than he's than he hasn't. And right. I think he over the last twenty years has not stacked up two bad seasons in a row. And he's and a I, man, and he's forty. He's a man, and he's forty. And I, <laughs> he's and I, probably fifty now. He's honestly. actually, yes, yeah, maybe fifty-five. <laughs> uh, but I just think they could be good. That okay. is my could okay, be great so teams. Say them all again: OU, Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, and Oklahoma State. So you have all the Texas schools? No, not even close. Texas, Texas Tech, TCU. Yes. But oh, but are, not Baylor. There are two more Texas schools. What's the other one? Oh, Houston. Houston okay. Baylor. New, new okay. guys. So now let me move on to my thinks they're great team. Okay, we'll so, let you go again, just so I don't get the thunder of saying it them first. But so, or do you want to go first? No. Okay, you go. Here is then is my thinks they're great teams, Baylor. Yes. 
I think Absolutely. Baylor fans think they can be great oh, this year. Baylor fans are so obnoxious. I'm when, sorry. When you, Greg Aranda, uh-huh. send your quarterback who who had produced for you away and said, I think Blake Shapin is our guy. Right. And then Blake Shapin doesn't produce. And you right. have a down year. I think Stone Cold Face Dave Aranda is is just not going to produce. I think they think they're great. We could be sitting here in six months saying, oh, Baylor's going to play for a Big 12 title. I don't think that's the case. I just don't know if they have the talent around to compete with the big boys. And I don't know if if this year is their year. So that's why I have them. I think they're great. So funny story about Baylor, just in our relationship, we have a real big Baylor OU game 2019 so we got married the same night that OU and Baylor played which was pretty wild because I'm a very diehard fan and I never thought that I'd get married on a game day at all but it was an away game so and when we booked our wedding like at least eight to eight months to a year before who was Baylor Baylor never does that well pick to finish six in the conference yeah they're they're just just hanging out there like it's gonna be a no-brainer game well that was the game that we had Jalen Hurts as our quarterback we were down what like 27 to, to 3 28 to 3 going into like the I mean for sure halftime third quarter and we were all at our wedding reception and people were all watching on their phones and we had no idea that we were gonna win and we we're like oh man that's gonna be sad we're gonna have a, a loss on our wedding that's kind of we're both big sports people and we just that didn't sit right but they started ramping up the comeback. We had some good defensive stops, I think, an interception or a fumble recovery. Like, there's things happening on both sides of the ball. Jalen was just throwing darts, and we just kept getting the different the um, chains to move. And we ended up winning the game. Winning the game. And then Great wedding gift. We celebrated. Our DJ played Boomer Sooner. We were like, everyone was going crazy. And we had an open bar, and it was just... It was a great night. It was amazing. It was a great night. So. Boo Baylor. But Boo Baylor. It is something we some watch every year on, and our, we on do, our anniversary. We, we try to watch that game like every year on our anniversary because it's so fun. It and is such a good game. We had a guy. We had a, what um, position did Nick Benito play? Oh, uh, yeah. He played uh, played cornerback. Cornerback. Defensive back at least. Defensive back. He was the game ceiling interception. He got it. It was Benito. It was Benito. It was Benito. What a so good call we by will Toby. just sometimes yell that to each other. It was Benito. It was Benito. So we love Baylor. So anyways, we love the, the Baylor game. We, we don't think like they, Baylor. They could be great. Could be great. Thinks that they're great. Okay. Thinks I have, that they're great. I have uh four more here. Okay. It, it thinks they're great. Iowa State. Mm-hmm. I actually want Iowa State to be better than they are. I I hope I hope they're there. I want them to be there. I, I want them to win several games. I want them to be in contention. I just don't know if they can. And I like Matt Campbell as a coach. I think he's intense. I hope he goes and gets a big big boy job one day. That's not Iowa State. Iowa State's kind of a nuisance team. So yeah, that's that's why they think they're great. I don't. They think they're great. I don't think they're great. They always have those ginormous tight ends. Got big boys. Got big boys up in Iowa. Not, and that's it's corn fed corn fed up there. Yep. My other team. And you had them higher than that. I have Kansas for one sole purpose. They may have the a really good offense. But you don't like their basketball team? Is well, I hate their saying? basketball team. Uh, Kansas can't defend. 
I know. I, I just don't know who's going to play defense for that team. Their defensive line is hot garbage. They they yeah. have some help in the back, but the way to beat Kansas is going to be to keep them off the field, keep their offense off the field. And so if you can right. have long sustaining drives, I, I think Texas playing Kansas is a is a is a uh, circle that one. I think OU playing Kansas circle that mm-hmm. one uh, as a way to you know bid stealing big big wins for Kansas yeah do you think that OU would change because you know with Jeff Levy all the tempo is super fast are they gonna change their game plan for Kansas to keep it a lot slower or depends on it depends on the defense that we have yeah if we have proven by the Kansas game that we can't stop anybody then I think the game plan has to change right I actually think we're gonna be better at least we're gonna have better athletes out there yeah so I I hope they'll keep games lower you know in the 20s not in the 50s right um so so i okay. but I, I don't think kansas has a defense to be right. great okay i think west virginia is I, I think i think they think they're great neil brown was a former kentucky coach he was an assistant oh. at, at kentucky so a little I little, didn't know that. Um, little kentucky plug i i do like neil brown i just don't think he's going to make it to a season i I, I, th- I think he's I probably think he's gone a great yeah a great guy yeah a great coach loves ou but yeah i know he just doesn't have it. I, I just don't think he has the players. I, and it really is the quarterback position. Well, and things um, are a little sketchy up in West Virginia anyway. So. There is there is some talk about some sketch. That is for sure. And then my last team is uh, one, the first newcomer that either one of us has mentioned. It right. is the UCF Knights. Golden Knights. Um, here's why I like the UCF. Which you previously told me that they'd be the worst team. Yes, but that was without doing research. Because then I researched them, and that's where I have them too. And what and what makes them what makes them that could be good? Yeah, it is their quarterback. You have you have the dual athlete, John Reese Plumley. John Reese Plumley. He plays baseball, and he plays, uh, and, and he had a great finish to the year last year. I don't think they're going to win more than eight games. Okay, I, I think they're probably a six seven win team. I think um, maybe seven eight. The, the the thing is 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 John Reese has to like John Reese Plumley has to get really consistent mm-hmm. to play in the Big Twelve. I know people knock the Big Twelve about not playing defense. I think that's hot garbage. That's a bad take. That's people that don't watch don't watch Big Twelve football. Yeah, and it's not relevant anymore. I mean, maybe during first stint there was some a lot of air raid defense, but that's not the case anymore. Yeah, big the big boys that win play defense, and if John Reese can can be. Consistent with his arm, consistent with his legs, and stay healthy, mm-hmm. he's going to have a good year, and UCF will have a good year. Yeah. But they're also a team that's going to need to score a lot. Yeah. So those are my teams. That is okay. Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, and UCF in the thinks they are great section. Okay, I'm just going to get right into mine. I have quite a few teams. Um, Baylor, have them as well. I... I don't know. It's more of a gut thing for me, but last year they did a, a four-game losing streak. They had a, a six-seven record as well, so it's just definitely underachieving. Um, I mean, Blake Shapin, the quarterback, but I don't know. Just think that they think they're great. I think the fan base is always kind of that entitled Baylor Bears. Sick them. I don't know. Just the whole thing. Yeah. They have too much. I don't, don't want to give them an, a, an ego boost, so we'll just say that. Texas. I can't get Texas up there to the thinks they're great. It's or sorry to the could be great. They have to be one level lower. Thinks they're great because they that's like the epitome of Texas. They just think they're hot <laughs> stuff, <laughs> hot stuff, ladies Wait, and gentlemen. Yourself. I just censored myself. I mean, their whole thing is like 
uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just always have some issue with culture. I actually thought this was really funny. On istexasback.com, they have a loading bar, and it says 80%, and it says they won't be fully back until they put together a 10-win season. And they said something like They can't do it. They said, why? Because science. <laughs> do you know how many 10-win seasons so Sarkeesian the whole, has? Zero. Since, zero. Since his whole like coaching in 20... 20- 2009, like at Washington, then USC, then Texas, he's never had 10 wins. Doesn't have it. Yeah. And you think you think he's going to get 10 wins? I don't know. The schedule's favorable. I know, but it's almost like it's betting odds where you're like, he's got to get it sometime. Like, he's just, he's got to get it, mm-hmm. right? So do, you, do you bet against him or do you not? Because, like, it has to be sometime. But anyways, I just think they always have so much hype around them. I mean, they've been preseason ranked so high by all of these every different year. analysts, all the things every year. I mean, the whole, you know, I know that it's Quinn Ewers now, but Sam Ellinger, like his whole spiel. I mean, we're he had back. like, we're back. And then all of the, I grew up wanting to be a Texas QB. Here's this picture when I was six years old. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that narrative just as an OU fan, I was like, I've seen this 20 times now. But anyways, I just can't, I can't, for, I just can't root for them. So Texas. Um, and then let's see, I got OSU, Oklahoma State. Um, they have a ton of transfers out. They have like all new QB room, like since Sanders left and the guy right behind him left. So now they have this transfer from Texas Tech in Michigan. Previously, I guess he started his career at Texas Tech, had a good showing, but then transferred out for whatever reason and hadn't performed as well in Michigan. So they're hoping to get the Texas Tech out of him. But who knows if that's going to be the case. Um, they are probably going to rely on that running back Ollie Gordon that kind of had that breakout season last year. Um, he's an awesome guy here. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't also root for them. I also think that they, even if they have a great team, they always make dumb mistakes or have stupid losses, like last year to one of their non-conferences, the Chippewas. Like, they just Eastern found Michigan. a reason to lose, which seems like an OSU thing to do. Like, you're winning, 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 and then somehow you just kick yourself. And you are the one who's losing. Not that the other team's better than you. It's that you are somehow something didn't work out right. It's just that's the poke choke. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> so now you're triggering Oklahoma State fans. <laughs> probably. Sorry. Um, and then I've got UCF in there as well. Um, I wanted to add that it's Dylan Gabriel's former school, which is kind of interesting. Might be some some um, passionate emotions. Or it could just be totally business as usual when they play, but I think that'll be interesting. I think that they're kind of, at least in my view, like that that year that they went undefeated and they really wanted their – was that that was UCF, right? When they were like, give us the That's right. conference or the championship or whatever. Uh, like, let me look I can't up remember when that, that was, was, but they just have this confident vibe that's almost cockiness. That's how I see them as. So I just feel like they're going to be competitive and they're going to like – get in there because they just have this kind of like I deserve to be here I have the right like that's what I I feel is their energy that I've never really watched them play that much so um I have Iowa State in there don't have a whole lot of notes on Iowa State I just feel like they're always kind of mid mid-range but they do pose an issue sometimes for OU to play like sometimes that's a game we drop so 
you kind of have to plan for them. There's really no team that you can just go, oh, this is an easy win. Like there's kind of everybody has that little sneaky kind of moment to them. Also, I think Cincinnati, um, I just think they got a really good defense. They have that QB, Emory Jones. They're competitive. They've at least been there in the playoff game before. Biggest trap game on OU's schedule is at Cincinnati early in the year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be tough. So I think that they, they think they're great. I think that's what the realm. So I've got Baylor, Texas, Oklahoma State, UCF, Iowa State, and Cincinnati. Okay. It's a okay. good list. Now, now let's finish this thing up. Let's talk about the not great teams, their wishes they were great. Go ahead and poo-poo on some teams. Go ahead and, okay. and take their heart. Ugh. Well, so West Virginia is my main one that I have a, like, more things to kind of say. But – and it pains me because I think, as we were saying, I think Neil Brown is awesome. But I just feel like, is this his last year? Like, is he going to, sh- like, have a good showing? I don't know. I just feel like there's a ton of competition, ton of good teams, a lot of good upside. And I just don't think West Virginia is one of those teams that has that upside. And I think that they're going to be a team that a lot of teams end up beating. And so it's – maybe they are – I don't want to say an easy one, but I feel like I feel like they'll get in a lot of those games where they they take the L. So I just think they're gonna um, finish a lot lower. So they wish they could be great. And then I'm adding Houston and BYU. I wanted to add all the newcomers either in the third or fourth category, um, just because I haven't seen them. And gut wise, I don't know them as well. And Houston and BYU, like, I think BYU, even their own camp, they have really low expectations. A lot of the fans, kind of, if you just pulse the temp there or give pulse to the, I don't know. The yeah, take the pulse. Take the pulse. That's the Take the temperature. Take the temperature, I said, <laughs> But they just are kind of like, eh, I don't know. Um, I just think it's going to be all do new you go, things Do you for fly them. out to Provo? And... That'd be really fun. That's is that, that's not even the right I city. I follow a lot of Utah bloggers, so. <laughs> really in touch. <laughs> um, and then Houston, they Terrible. were 112 versus Power 5 teams since 2018. So they've only won one game, and I, I don't know who that was who that was against, but that's pretty horrible record. So I just am going to say they're not going to acclimate well. They, they will take some time. So you will go over it again. West Virginia, Cincinnati. No, West Virginia, Houston, BYU. West Virginia, Houston, BYU. That is your wishes. They were great. Yep, that's teams. my last category, yes. So my, mine are very similar. I have Houston, Cincinnati, BYU. Those are my three teams. Uh, Houston, Dogwater, I just – they're going to take some time. I think the money will help them. I, I think I read uh, that that their conference was only really bringing in five five to ten million per per school. Uh, and and when you get Big Twelve money, that's just going to help with recruiting. It's going to help with yeah. facilities. It's going to help with well. The all one of that. thing is that Dana Holgerson was previously at West Virginia, so he is a little bit more familiar with the Big Twelve. He does know. So it. I mean, a lot of things have changed since he's been. Obviously, in that state, in that spot, like OU's whole team is changed yeah. and different, and new head coach and everything. But he's got some idea of what he's walking into. And, and I think they want to build the program. They're just not ready yet. It's yeah. going to be a tough year for Houston. Uh, I, if you want to know, probably the two teams that I feel the most questionable on, right. it's Cincinnati and BYU. I think Cincinnati, yes, mm-hmm. could be good on all the reasons you said. Uh, here's the thing about Cincinnati: I lose all respect for you when you hire the head coach that you did. Yeah, former Louisville head coach. <laughs> That's why <laughs> who had ne- who had who had never produced, 
never produced. Lost to Kentucky by a billion Is every he a good year. Recruiter or like what's the, what's I, the like upside? Here's the thing. I think like Cincinnati I think Cincinnati called fifteen million people before they called that man. Interesting. And what's his name again? I, I'm glad you called me out on that. I'm literally blanking on his name. Oh, well, I don't know uh, his name. <laughs> uh, let's look it up because uh, because I, I can't remember. Uh, but I I hate that hire. But they, like, kind of changed their whole coaching staff because I think whoever this guy is, he made a lot of changes within. Yes. Well, he, he did. Did he bring some people with him type thing? Yes. I mean – Scott Satterfield is the head coach of, of Cincinnati, okay. uh, former level coach. Um, Who was the coach before? Where did he go? So he is the offensive coordinator for Texas A&M. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I think there's still enough tools in the tool chest for Cincinnati, but I, I just don't think there's a lot of heart. But I do think they could sneak, sneak and catch a lot of people this year because right. I do think there's still enough. And then, and then BYU. I am open. Hear all of my words. I am open to be wrong about BYU. I just don't think they're good. Yeah. I just don't think they're good. I, I don't think they're ready. I don't think uh, they, they have it all together. I think they can be good. And I, I am happy to admit by the end of this that I am am wrong about this team. But I just don't think they're right. I'm trying to go to that game. I'm trying to talk yeah, you into going with me. I really do want to go so to Salt Lake. To go um, to Utah in the fall. It would be, you know, the November Cause weekend. Because o- Oklahoma really doesn't have a fall. Like, so the – I mean, we do, but just – we don't get to see the trees a beautiful color for very long. It's like summer, 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 summer. Fall is like a week long, and then yeah. it's like already dying That's right. dead. It's just it's just not enjoyable. We just don't get a, a good prolonged fall. But as you were bringing up BYU, totally triggered me because I went to the game that OU played BYU in the Dallas Cowboys stadium, and it was like one of the first games that it was like a non-conference game, and it was Sam Bradford, and that was the game that he got hurt hurt at and oh, I think yeah. he broke his collarbone yep. or something and Landry Jones had to step in and we took the L and my family was there and we were sitting way up high and like that it was like I think the first or second year of that ginormous jumbotron yep. but that's the one experience I have with BYU and it was a sad one but I'm actually kind of interested I really like following their palm cheer with their dance. with their mascot and I I kind of want to have a little mascot battle at our that could, that could, that <laughs> in could Norman be fun. that could be fun yeah so that is our list not great thinks they're great could be great and Wishes great team they were great oh I went I went oh, sorry. bottom to top you went I went I bottom to top my brain that is our assessment <laughs> and we are a hundred percent right. Yeah. And we think, and it's in, not writing, but it's in recording. So that's right. you can, this you can will hold be us here to forever. It. You can hold us to it. We can kind of come back as the seasons progress, progress, and be like, oh, I don't know. Because we'll all of this was a good idea at, at the, time. the time. All right, now let's uh, shift gears, and after all of those things, uh, we're gonna make our our Big Twelve championship game predictions. So that's yeah. the top two finishers in the oh, Big Twelve. Oh, should we also say like a the points, like a potential score. I know that we both have oh, prepped that, but if, should we? Sure. We just want to do it off the cuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can do that. Uh, so, Kylie, would you like to go first on and tell us the Big Twelve, who the who yes. the two teams you have, yes. and then who wins the Big Twelve championship this year? I think so. I've got Kansas State and I've got Oklahoma, which could also be wishful thinking. I know that I've said that before, but Oklahoma is the only team that's been there for so many times. But I want Oklahoma to come out and win it. I don't think Kansas State, like I just, they can't, they can't be back to back. 
they can't. So I'm going to say Oklahoma, um, which that'll be an interesting matchup if that does come true because they will not have played each other right. in the regular season. In the regular season. So a little more – they won't have any game tape to besides other teams' tape to look at and kind of assess. But anyways, I'm going to say um, – okay, just, just off of a gut feel. I want to go like 40 – Oklahoma is 40 to uh, <laughs> 35, 40, 35. 30, 40, 35. Yeah. Okay. I don't know really how you get there, but those are oh, weird. Those are weird numbers. That's but, great. Seven yeah. touchdowns. Be great. Yeah. So you have Oklahoma and Kansas State. Yep. Oklahoma winning the Big 12. Yep. Uh, that is what you're thinking. Uh, but that's also what I have. <laughs> I have I have Oklahoma, Kansas State. And I have actually Kansas State going back oh, to back. Uh, here's here's why I think uh, one I'm, I'm big on Kansas State. I said that. Yeah. But but I actually think this is the year that Oklahoma really begins to start playing Venables ball. I think I think it clicks on offense. I think it really clicks on defense. I think you're going to have uh, two two lost teams in the Big Twelve championship game. But why you're saying why would Kansas win and you're just talking good about Oklahoma? What's your can't pro? Well, I'm, ge- I'm, ge- State, I'm getting Kansas there. State, I'm going to get there. I'm just talking okay. about why Oklahoma's oh, okay, okay, going to okay. actually be in the game. Okay. We I said see. some several negative things about Oklahoma. Okay. Um, obviously, we're homers, but I, I think the schedule <laughs> lines up for them well. Yes. I, I think you avoid uh, some really tough places that have given you trouble in years past. We yeah. mentioned Baylor, yeah. um, Texas Tech last year. You lose to them in, yeah. in the last minute. Um, you're, you're avoiding Houston, though. I think it's a winnable game. It could be a trap game. And, mm-hmm. and you're avoiding TCU. I think you're you're getting, or I guess you play TCU, but, a lot but of them at, are home. at home. That's yeah. right. And so, I think the 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 tough part about it is is Oklahoma may may get a little false sense of security in saying right. I think we can win the game, but I actually think Kansas State is just the best all around football team. Okay. Oklahoma playing at hundred percent best, Kansas State playing hundred percent best. I think I'm gonna take Kansas State. Oh, so Kansas State, I'm sorry. gonna go uh I'm gonna go forty two. Okay. Twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. I, I just I think I think it feels like uh, Oklahoma ushering off. Uh, I almost put Texas in there, no, but I do gosh. think I do think Oklahoma's there. I think Texas is there, or uh, Kansas State's there, and I think Kansas State takes it home. Okay, who is the lowest on the totem pole? the 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 last finisher of the Big Twelve. Who finishes last? Yep, Houston, West Virginia, West Virginia. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't believe it. I mean, I have Houston right above them. So, but you've been reading the media poll. Don't let the media really? poll. No, I haven't. Media poll pick West Virginia oh. finish dead last. I think it's gonna be them. I really okay. do. Yeah. I, I I think it's Houston. Okay. Uh, but we'll see. Hold we'll us see. to it. Yeah. It's a good idea at the time. Good idea at the time. And for our last segment, thank you again for listening this far. But we thought it'd be fun since we're husband and wife that this doesn't have to fully be a sports podcast, but throw in some pop culture for <laughs> for the wives that are listening, for my girls out there. Woo! Anyway, so I thought this was a fun question. Since Taylor Swift is all the rage right now, Love her ears tour, I did go in Arlington. It was life-changing. But if Taylor Swift were to own an NFL franchise, which wouldn't, which one would she own and why? So Taylor Dylan, Swift has to buy a team tomorrow. Yep. Which one is she buying? I mean, she's got the money. She's got the money. I'm not, I'm not she's quite sure that. she's a sports girly, but if she was, which one would she buy? I, I think there's one clear answer to this. Okay. Um, 
I think I think Taylor Swift. We know several things about her. Yes. Uh, but one of the things we know that she loves what color? Purple. Purple. Lavender. Well, also red. So here, here, here is. I know she has an album called Red, red. Maroon. Uh, she's big got fan. Lavender Haze, but, but I think, Nights, but I think purple is actually true to Taylor. Okay. So I'm gonna go Minnesota Speak Vikings. Yeah. I'm gonna go Minnesota Vikings, and I think the first thing she does is make Kirk Cousins the highest paid quarterback to ever play football. Interesting. And that's an interesting take. And take I think she lightens the color of the uniforms to a oh, lavender like a pulver. Lavender, that is my favorite color. I think it could be really cool. Ooh. Uh, some some uh, TCU basketball uni vibes. Ooh, yeah. So I, I think color. I think that's my answer. Taylor Swift right. by the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. I've got I've got two. So when I very first just gut thought this, I was like, oh, Philadelphia Eagles. Like she is. I think originally from Philadelphia. I'm pretty sure that's where she's from. You can fact check me on that. I'm, I'm going not positive. To. But I've heard she's an Eagles fan. But the more I think about it, I just think this is a funny story that came out. But I also think it could easily be the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City actually has, in Arrowhead Stadium, there's a street called Cornelia Street in the stadium like area. And so a lot of people were saying when she does her concert there in one of those surprise songs, it's got to be Cornelia Street, and it ended up not being. But the reason I say the Eagles and the Chiefs is because I'm not betting she's a football girly, and so those are the two most popular teams from the last year. They both were in the Super Bowl. But also with Kansas, um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, his little Riz action that he did with the friendship bracelet, putting his phone number on the, each bracelet thing, and he was trying to meet Taylor Swift to give her the bracelet, and it was going to be this cute little thing, but I guess she rests her voice and doesn't meet with people. Yeah, how did that story end? Um, did yeah, Travis so get to Riz up Taylor Swift? He didn't get to Riz up Taylor Swift, but I'm thinking, like, what if she's like, this is my apology to you. I will buy your team and be your owner, <laughs> <laughs> like, in a grand gesture. Uh, she is a romantic. She's a very big romantic, so that's what I'm thinking. So maybe be on the lookout. Maybe it's like, you know, everyone always wants to ship Taylor and Joe Burrow, but maybe it's Taylor and Travis Kelsey. Maybe Taylor and Travis Kelsey. I don't know. Uh, you heard it here first. You That is some scoop and some scuttlebutt some right scoop. there. Uh, be, be on the lookout for Taylor Swift to buy the Kansas City Chiefs. And it was probably a good idea at the time. It, it feels like a good idea at the time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We are so grateful for you spending our time. Be on the lookout next week for our breakdown of SEC football. It the, just means more. It just means more. And the granddaddy of them all as we talk, particularly Kentucky football and what we can look for on this year, as well as all the big boys like Georgia and Alabama. And is Tennessee back? Can they repeat in year two? That's all coming up on our next episode. This has been a good idea at the time with Dylan and Kylie. We'll yeah, see you next time. Love your hair no more, no, I don't fear no more Better get respect and quite sincere no more ah!